Blog Talk Radio. How could I ever know I would find myself alone Piercing your demons as well as mine Wishing for the past that world cannot find But somewhere in the night A music in my mind Comes alive I hear love
So that's my question for the year. So every time I ask that question, are you ready, ready, ready? I want to hear a response. Yes, you're ready. You're ready for transformation. So I am going to do my best to help you make that transformation. But they might say this about me. So, Uncle, I've been thinking. It's only a matter of time before I run into Azula again. I'm going to need to know more advanced firebending if I want to stand a chance against her. I know what you're going to say. She's my sister, and I should be trying to get along with her. No. She's crazy, and she needs to go down. <laughs> I thought I put in that in there. <laughs> I couldn't resist. There's a kid inside of all of us. But for the kid there takes over the adult that comes forth and many, many things and many blessings that are come. So um, I am going to bring my guest on today. And we are definitely going to talk about mothers, roles. Mother, who are you? And father, what are your roles? And does it really take a whole village to raise a child in that aspect? What would you say? Let's weigh in. Because like I said, this is an interactive show. This is just not my show. It's your show. So because you choose to listen to it, so that makes it part of you. So you have just as every much right to jump in and voice your opinion as long as you're respectful, which we love, 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 love. So without further ado, let me welcome my host, Jeremiah. Hello, love, how are ya? I'm doing actually really, really, really good Cool, like, cool like, like, Life's just beautiful, I mean, it's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Alright, so We're gonna, we gonna let you weigh in, you know let's, let's weigh in about the roles of a father What roles do you think a father plays? Strength, for sure. Strength is a major contributor of a of a father. Okay. Anything yeah. else? Love, strength, and love. Definitely bring in some faith. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Just you know, just like trying to kick it. Okay, that that's my point. Okay, now I'm going to bring this unsuspected caller on. And six two three, I'm going to bring you on real quick. Hello, what, how you doing? I'm good. This is Healing Paradigm, everybody. What do you feel is a role of a mother? What is a mother's role? Um, I think that the mother's role is the first teacher, the the nurturer, um, but the also, I guess you could say, um, when I when I say uh, first teacher, I mean, uh, you know, there there could be the like the beginning of the um, the beginning of of what we experience. Um, in the academic world, but I, I mean, like in terms of uh, 
uh, it's just uh, sort of like codes of conduct that, that you know, please, thank you, those things. Um, and I think that those, at least, let's put it this way, when I had my boys, that that was my, that was the role that I played. I was also uh, the initial disciplinarian, but I do admit that I needed, um, I needed the, the backup of, you know, my other half in order to make those things stick. And when I didn't always have his support, there would be some rules that I was trying to instill that, that fell by the wayside. Hmm. Okay. That 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 makes sense. That makes sense. So, you know, I agree with you. The mother, the nurturer, the understanding, the guider, the loving touch, the supporter, and okay. And Jeremiah said love and strength. Okay, so back to you, my brother. What is how does a man show their children's strength? You're breaking up. Say patience. Can you hear me? I hear you now. Patience. Patience is definitely a very high virtue when it comes to love. True love. Authentic love. A love that knows no limits and doesn't doesn't know persecution. You're breaking up. (laughs) I got a good signal. Can you hear me? Uh Uh-huh. I can hear you. I mean, it's just going in and out. It's like when you're talking or you're backing up or something. It went out. I can hear, like, bits and pieces. Well, I'm dealing with a, a thunderstorm. It's been raining here for about... 20-something, 30 hours almost, so might be a little bit of a hit there. Probably, probably. You never knew. You never knew. But, uh, okay, I get that. So, yeah, but being being patient with your children, just letting them be children and letting them grow into themselves instead of trying to form them what you think they should be. I mean, I mean, as a father, you should always be able to encourage your children to, you know, have a decent relationship and, and learn by the way that you act, or well, at least the way that, that I act. I like to show how to be a child. to be stupid. You know, these children are absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. And you, my dear, how would you? How does a mother shows her nurturing spirit? Um, well, I know that for myself, I I did it through affection. I also did it through what I call uh, uh, um, positive reinforcement by by praising my children whenever I whenever they did something that I thought was uh, a pretty good thing. Um, also, also, um, you know, just being, being, um, uh, you know, Dr. Mom, whenever they were sick, uh, I would do, uh, energy healing as well as, 
um, you know, finding uh, homeopathic ways in order to deal with any of their illnesses. I um, listened to them whenever whenever uh, things went quite awry um, uh, at school with with one of their peers, or um, just for as for myself, I I consider myself my child's first advocate. Um, whenever I'm running into a situation at their school where um, I don't feel things are quite going right, or say, for instance, when my oldest boy had a speech delay, um, I spent a great deal of time finding uh, every source that I could from the public sector onto the private sector in order for him to have uh, his you know, in order for that particular uh, aspect that he was uh, experiencing, so that he wouldn't he wouldn't continue to have that deficiency throughout school, because again, you know, things like that can kind of fall through the cracks if if uh, the the mother isn't on top of it. Um, and just just also just telling them that you know that they're they're wonderful people and and um, and and showing and showing them, um, you know, in, in many ways that uh, and that you know that I'm there for them, that I'm in, I'm there in their corner. Okay, that's cool. Now let's let's get down to the nitty 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 gritty. The nitty gritty is: Do you feel? That it takes a whole village. This is for the both of you to raise one child. Uh, do you, you want to answer that, Jeremiah, or you want me to go first? Oh, by all means, please, ladies first. Uh, okay, okay, ladies first, <laughs> ladies first. Don't get me started. <laughs> um, I I actually grew up where the the whole village did raise the child. Uh, I'm sure that parents can do it on their own, but uh, parents cannot be available all the time. I know that for um, you know within my within my family, um, what would happen is my mother used to work at night, so during the day uh, she was pretty much uh, you know out of it uh, out of it until 3 p.m. So what what would wind up happening is I would go over to my aunt's house and I had a whole host of uh, uh, cousins, um, aunts, uncles that would look out and watch out for me, and then that that really sort of extended even beyond my family, and I had uh, you know I lived in a small town where everybody kind of knew every everyone and. If I was out of line, um, I would get uh, I would get a talking to, uh, and then not only would I get a talking to from them, but I may, if uh, my cousins or my uncles, uh, uncles and aunts found out about it, I might, you know, I might get reprimanded by them, and then the the last person would be my mother. So there was. Uh, you know, there was this sense of, um, you know, community um, raising 
in my in my upbringing, and I can say that it it took I think a great deal of the pressure off of my mother because she knew that um, other people within the community um, were out there watching out for me and. And it gave her at least a little bit of peace of mind so that she was able to sleep uh, until 3 p.m. and know that everything was going to be okay. Okay, sounds sounds incredible. And you, my love, bring forth. Jeremiah. Yeah. You bring forth. Are you sleeping on me? No, I'm I'm just like I said, I'm just I'm just breathing for a moment and just contemplating. Um I was not about that. Uh but yeah, um And I, I think he's breaking up, Seth. I I don't hear him. Oh. Now you go. You're there. You're not there. So we got to okay. mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. I can hear you a little bit. All right, let's see what I can do. I'll tell you what. We going can you hear to... me? Oh, whoa! Now we can hear you. Okay. Um, you know, it takes, it really does, it takes an entire village to raise one child. Imagine what it's taken to raise the civilization. That's, that's why we're talking about this. That's what I wanted to know your opinion. How you, you know, did it take a whole village to raise you, you know, or, you know, was, you know, others in the community responsible and help, help your parents out, you know, stuff like that, you know, that, that's what we weighing in on. I mean, for me, well, I'll let you answer because I, I can answer. I answer right after you, love, love, but go for it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, it's definitely... Definitely attention, you know, it demands attention to raise children. So um, I agree, it takes a lot. Okay. Well, some similarities of me and the Latin. Um, my Nona was a matriarch. Uh, she put it down, she, she made the rules and listened, but uh, I came from the quote unquote perfect home. 2.2.1 family, blah, 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 and with the cat and the dog and all that other good stuff. But there was, uh, on the street, there was a great-grandmother. There was a grandmother. There was a great-aunt. There were cousins. There was uncles. Um, all on this one radius block. And then over the tracks where you went to school was my Nona store and where I went to school and everybody that was a teacher basically was related to my father. So whatever I did, I was washed upon. 
um, it was really broadcasted. And at the time I was young, I believe the principal had a spanking machine. That's what I was told. So I never liked the office. So my parents gave other authority figures to discipline me. And that's not just one, but that's the whole street, the whole school, the whole whatever, like the whole town. So I might get six or eight spankings by the time I got home for one deed that one person saw. And my mother didn't even have to touch me or my father didn't have to touch me yet. Just know your butt is grass. By the time you got home, your butt be red. So (laughs) discipline was definitely there, but in in my Nona's case, the love was definitely felt and understood that I, I didn't feel the neglect of the love from her and I didn't feel the neglect of the love of my Nana, my mother's mother. Um, I always felt loved and comfort. So to that extent, it built character for me as a woman and giving me guidance as a mother to build that nurturing, loving community. I know that was like a long about way, but to go about answering my own question. <laughs> but that was to show you that for one child, me being that child, See how many people it took to keep me just in line? So when you have more than that, I think it takes a whole continent, and I'm and mean I mean continent, to raise more children because we got the internet, we got the television, we got celebrities out here, supermodels, magazines. We got so many media sources that are out there that are, are constantly throwing out interpretation for our children that it's hard that it takes a whole continent to fix that, especially what they're reading and seeing and judging. You know what I mean? Because they're seeing this on a constant basis that it's computing in their brain because they're seeing it over and it's okay. So I want us to be aware of our roles as a parent, as a mother. Even though you might not give birth to a child, you still, you can still be that child's father and mother by proxy. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, I do. We all, you know, we all play a part in each other's life. Uh, what's wrong with the baby? Mm, she's upset. Oh. No one likes to hear the baby cry. No. Yes, I don't. Oh. Oh, she with her. She with her daddy right now. Her and her daddy had her <laughs> thing. <laughs> this is so. This is divine. This is divine time, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, without a doubt. This is yeah. divine time. Oh, I mean. This is great. I, I, it's not great that she's stressful, if you know what I mean. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the timing is perfect. All is divine. Uh, Absolutely every single part is divine. No matter position, no matter service, it's a beautiful thing. Free. True, true that, true that. So... 
So do you believe that we can get back to this virtuous, I say virtuous, being of lifestyle about helping our children, but not even continentally? I'm taking, like, universally. Um, as far as I understand it, <laughs> the children come to teach. And the children that are here are teaching already. It's simply taking the consciousness and, and the people that are here to realize and, and wake up to the truth about their children that are, have come to heal their lives or teach them something about the universe in this manner or that manner. These children are absolutely phenomenal. So it, it, in time, yeah, naturally it'll, it'll, it'll occur. However, there are things that people, I feel, can do to accelerate movement in that direction I mean, you know, we can we can start focusing on creating an environment, say, like, take us yoga studio, bring the kids in, and just let them be. Just, just feng shui the, the studio and just let them be them, and they'll show us who they are. Mm-hmm. That's, what I, that's just how I feel. And you, my love bug, how do you feel? Well, I think that in order for us to get uh, back to something similar to what I experienced when I was growing up, um, we we as a society would have to uh, get from in front of our television and uh, and get to know our neighbors more. Um, also, with uh, uh, that also goes for the children also, so that they're able to go outside. And and stop being um, ruled more or less by um, what my mother would term the ignorance box, which which uh, causes us to fear one another and to make us feel that there's nothing more in the world other than murder and mayhem. Um, I I also agree that uh, that it's it's good to uh, let our children um, be themselves, or at least give give them the the comfort of knowing that that uh, that they are going to be accepted for who they are um, and you know, who they are and and uh, what it, and to let them naturally evolve into the gifts that that they're here to bring. Um, uh, but um, I suppose that there's there's still going to, uh, in my in my way of feeling, there's still going to be the need for guidance as to what the rules are for for uh, um, our you know how we conduct ourselves as human human beings, and also you know being the example. Uh, to uh, be the example of what it means to be um, um, a compassionate society. Cool. I dig that. I totally so dig that. I totally so dig that. Mm-hmm. And the children that are here that are teaching, they don't realize sometimes they're teaching. 
And children that come in here, they come in here with authority sometimes too. And that's what <laughs> 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 I couldn't help that. I mean, like, they know what they know, and it's like, you're not paying attention. It's like, and they look at you like, what's wrong with you? What you mean you don't know? You're the, you're the big person. I'm the little person. <laughs> well, some of them don't even bother to say that either. They just, they just, they just come in and they, you know, uh, I will say that my youngest, you know, tries to run roughshod over. He will try to run roughshod over uh, any adult. You have to. Uh, I mean, he came in knowing what he knows. And and uh, if uh, if an adult is not you know is not firm, <laughs> it will run over you. <laughs> and um, the the same thing with my oldest. It, you know he he isn't he isn't one to uh, sit quietly by and just let let. Um, you know, just because a person is is bigger than him, just let them just misbehave, and he will he will be quick to question you. Now, mind you, that that there are some times when that will get him into trouble with the way the school system is made out. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but I. <laughs> Like you know, there I I will admit to having to teeter totter um, between between what it is that he says and what it is that the the teacher observes and and find some sort of happy medium uh, as they as they are guiding themselves throughout the, the you know school their school life. Oh, not, so it's not always an easy thing, though. Hello. Wait till you get to be 16. You haven't seen anything yet, honey bunny. Okay. No, I'm just telling you what I know. I see. Remember, I already know what he's going to be like. See, I already told you. He got the merry markings of a big old C-O-R-E-Y, the big makings, and have no problem, and do not mind taking the underdog, you know, taking the underdogs under their wing and protecting them. You know what I mean? They yeah. they are the, they they are good for that. They will take the underdogs and will stand, stand their ground, and they have no problem. My son has been like that since he's been, um, let's see, three. Like I said, he walked in the house and wanted to know. Why is your house so nasty? Why does my mother come in and clean all the time? You know, why does she do that? And the person was like, oh, wow. He's only three. And he he's very observant. Or why did he speak that way to a woman um, and had no problem? And then tell you, well, I'm going to have to rough you up. Now, you're three years old. How you gonna tell somebody forty and fifty you gonna rough them up? Because in his mind, at three, he believes he can do that. And some yeah. astral level, he he feels it. That's my strength. He knows, you know. He he they they come in here knowing. 
So that's what I mean. And and they test the teachers. Well, why do you got to teach that way? Because Charlie doesn't learn that way, and Mary doesn't learn and know everything. And I know I don't learn that way, so what, why are you teaching that way? Because if they're not getting it and I'm not getting it, we got an issue. And they tell them, you're not doing you're not doing your job as a teacher. Woo, that's pretty much. So like I said, <laughs> I'm sitting back and waiting because I, I know. And they think these children that are coming in now having learning difficulties, they don't. It's us as the parents that got to be able to understand and identify their gifts and their strengths and be able to help them. Sometimes it might mean that you, you have to get in, in a community as a parent and get like-minded and be able to go there sometimes. You know what I mean? And it's okay. You know, like get like-minded children where they're playing and interacting so they don't feel out of place because they, as they get older, they can be ostracized or taught, you know, that's the funny kid or that. But now that the shift is, I feel that's going to happen for the children. Parents are going to be able to be parents. Mothers are going to be able to be mothers and not be um, my father or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Half father, half mother. You know what I mean? Or fathers are not going to have to be, you know, that they're so disciplined. It's like they're running a military, like they're in military and they're running a camp. There's no emotion. There's no connection. There's nothing. You do as I say, that's the way it is. It's it's going to expand. That's what I feel our roles are. Um, Does that emasculate you? Would that emasculate you, Jeremiah? That would empower me. Thank you. And being able to have a good, comfortable relationship. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be a, a same a woman and a man together. It's lovely if that can happen, and I'm not bush and fire or criticizing the you know the that's supposed to be what uh, the two family, the two cat dog, two point one kids, and the picket fence and the the, the two point three cars if you have it, and everything is hunky dory. Well, welcome to reality. You make what, you know, you can make that if you want to do, but I'm feeling that, our, like I said, our parents, their roles are changing, and they're embracing what is coming. The mothers are able to be a mother and not have fear they walk in the man's role because there are going to be a lot more men that are going to rise and be able to help these children without the damage that has been done. You feel what I'm saying? That is my vision of what motherhood is going to be like and fatherhood. And fathers and mother are going to embrace each other, and they're going to learn to do the communication thing of proper communication where we're not going to uh, hide the bull from the children. Because even though you hide, they still fear behind closed doors, if you know what I mean. They sense it. They know it. Coming in for alert another, but they get, feel pressured from what society. Okay, wake up, Paul. That's right. 
a wake up call. So it's letting you know, see? There you know, I heard one time I was talking to somebody on the phone, and I was actually here in Beaumont at my sister's house, as a matter of fact. Really interesting uh, experience. Anyway, um, she heard the train go by. She goes, You know, you know what that means, right? I'm like, Oh, no, the train's passing by. Wasn't really paying it much attention, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, You know, every time you hear a train like that, you're releasing karma. It's a physical reflection of some seriously good stuff happening. So I think that's pretty cool stuff. Mm, cool. I see it's awakening. It's a sign. Wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> a return to truth, man. I love it. <laughs> it sounds loud enough to wake anybody up. <laughs> see, the thing is, I live by trains. They used to be able to hear the trains over, but all, all the windows and everything is shut. It's not, it's not warm enough for me to do that right about now. But, you know, I, I love trains. I love a lot of stuff. I love a lot of stuff people probably just wouldn't understand, but I, I, I love I love the energy of the train. I love the vibration of the train, and I love waterfalls. I love hearing water running on rocks. So I love living by lakes and you know stuff like that. And I love the mountains. So that's why the mountains. You well, you just described Mount Shasta perfectly. So that must be your home. <laughs> 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 I don't know about that, but you know, who knows? I'm on a journey. They say I'm on a journey of, I'm doing a pilgrimage right now, so I'm on a pilgrimage. So, Hodge. so, <clears throat> so I guess it's a lot of karma being released over there. Then. <laughs> I was, you know, I had put angel music in there, which I'm going to have tomorrow. I'm going to play some angel music. I'm going to have, like, L and Ariel, and, um, not only Ariel, but Ariel, um, Michael, and Gabriel. I'm going to have them on there. So, y'all probably didn't get to hear Be Still by Killing Alonix, uh, the Crystal Walkers. Being still affirmation, but I have all kinds of stuff. Well, let's keep this energy going. So I want to play. This is another one of my favorite songs. Come on, it is going. It's only for three minutes and thirty-six seconds. Thirty-six seconds. So y'all can take a pee break or do what you got to do. Like I said, always nice to release. So if you can release, release. We're going commercial, right? I mean, a music break right now. Yeah. 
I was like, womp, 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 womp. I am back. And I would like to say, you know, I would ask a couple questions. So we got the family. Do you think that's the proper image that I was talking about, everybody growing up with the 2.1 dog and all that other good stuff, and the family cat and the dog and everything being perfect, raising children? Do you think that's the proper image? No. I mean... There, there's so many different uh, families out there now um, that that it's really it, it, it is an ideal that I think that uh, that has more or less been um, indoctrinated uh, into our culture. I'm not I'm not saying that it's not good to have both parents in the home. That's far from it. But uh, I don't think that it is really representative of what is going on in society. I recall um, 
back in the day, and I, I know I'm showing my age here, but back oh, when, <laughs> but when when Murphy Brown was on the air, mm-hmm. and uh, she opted to go ahead and have the baby, but the the father was not involved. I I just remember being. So uh, ecstatic that that something is being represented, other than uh, you know the mom, the dad, the you know two kids and the dog, dog or cat. Um, I, I was happy to see something else being represented um, in in the uh, I guess you could say the mass uh, eating machine. Okay. And you, my love? Where were we? I was, I was actually, uh, I was actually just being. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, I just, I really just lost awareness down here for a minute. I don't even think I was in my body. Okay. The question is, is quite alright. The question was. What do you think the what they call the normal two point dog point two car image for children and family is the perfect representation of what it should be for a family structure and the roles that a mother and a father play? Oh, well. Mother, father, cat, dog, the whole, the image, the role, period. Harmony. I mean, uh, provide harmony for everything to be cohesive. Okay. Let me break it down again. Yeah, because kind of broke up, so I don't, know, I, I, don't, I don't know what context you're asking about. I mean, it was okay. breaking up. I mean, it was real like a uh, lot of interference around. Okay. All right, uh, it's like, is this the proper representation for a child to have about the mother and the father being in a home and the 2.1 car, 2.2 children, 1 point whatever dog? You know, is that the perfect image of a role model for a child to see in society today? Okay. It's not, I mean, it's okay. I wouldn't okay. do it. No, I, I don't agree, but that's okay. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, this is where we're at at this point in, our, in, in, in our understanding of who we are and what we're about and what we're not about. And, we're you know, there's still some of us that are trying to find that out. Some people still don't understand. But, you know, just give it some time. Maybe things are, you know, shifting a a little bit here, shift a little bit there, and, you know, reality start looking a little bit better down here. Right. I get that. But what I'm saying is the image. So, okay. Now, what do we do? Because what I'm saying, you're not seeing that dynamic anymore. You're seeing, actually, grandparents raised being the parents of their children's children. Okay? You're seeing great-grandparents raising their children's their grandchildren, because the parent can't raise them. We're also seeing dynamics where distant relatives 
are raising the parents. We're also seeing a dynamic where it's not just one male raising a child. There's two males raising a child. There's not just one female raising a child. There's two females raising a child. There's all different dynamics out there and today that is being put out there in the market, and I think it needs to be represented collectively. But that's the image that is sell. But what about these people that don't fit in that image? How can we as a society and a community and a global universe help support them, raise these beings and raise their self out of the the awareness that they are so they can open expand to other awareness? Well, we just need to build then. We need to get some contractors and build something with a specific intention and purpose and allow it to be understood. I mean, that would be the easiest thing I see. It doesn't have to be much to start. It can be something simple. I mean, you know, I mean, everything should keep it simple, but, you know, put it out there and let it grow into it. You know, just, you know, if you if you, if you you create a clear, sacred space specifically designed for something, it'll manifest instantly. But you got to create the space before you can really move that direction. Because if you try to move in a direction before a space is clear for you to be able to make your way to that goal and that, that, that idea that you're seeing come out in front of you, I mean, other than that, it's just simple economics, being resourceful. I mean, we, we live in a, in a monetary I mean, economy. I mean, we live in a global market. There's, there's work, there's labor, and it provides a certain function. I mean, but is it really needed anymore? Has it served its purpose yet? the only questions I have. You know, when it served its purpose, it can be cleared out of the way for us. And we don't have to worry about stuff like that. That energy that created that in the first place will be applied in a different manner for a new co-creation. If we do that, it's very, very, very simple. Ali, my love. Um, <clears throat> I would say that uh, um, my my feeling about those things has always been that um, if if you feel that a different image needs to be portrayed, then you go ahead and you write the story. Um, it, you know, especially if it is something that uh, to your core uh, speaks to you, and and it will slowly evolve itself from there. Um, I, you know. I, I guess you could say one of the one of the problems with um, I, I would say the some call it the propaganda machine um, with what you see on television um, it, it 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 sort of drives culture but um, I, I would say that in order for a new image to take root uh, different stories have to be have to be told. Um, and and you just start in a small way and then let it sort of evolve from there, because what I think that uh, on a whole that what we've been what we've been indoctrinated with uh, does not fully represent us, which is the reason why I got so excited when Murphy Brown had her boy um, 
you know, with, you know, had her boy and decided to uh, be become um, a single parent because up until that time, I hadn't really seen anything like that unless, you know, the woman uh, left the, the guy because she was abusive or what have you in that, uh, and that, you know, that isn't like, I, I don't think that's the experience of, that. that is an experience for some people, but that isn't the experience for a lot of, a lot of people. So um, in order for it to be created, I think that you need to write the story. You know, need to write the story first, and then and then let it evolve from there. And then, of course, there are books that I have that have actually been put out. I'd say within the last, uh, I'd say, 25 or so years um, that do tell a different story. All, although you have to search for them, but they they are out there. I get that. So that's what I want to put out there because we need to give them support right now while we're building. They need support right now, not tomorrow, now, today. So that that's very important because they need to know that they're loved too and they are raising children and they're trying to understand and they're fumbled through the ways because things that are put out there. So when I find someone like that, I, I'm i like, sure, why not? Let's give them the support and the love understanding that we can and see how many things are out there because they need us sometimes to draw strength from, if you know what I mean, because there is no one to draw strength from. Who do you cry to at night as a single parent when you don't have no one? Your single parent say you got pregnant at 16. You're out there on the street. You get a place, you got enough to raise your head and your baby, you go to work. And things are getting rough. Who do you turn to if you don't know anything? You aren't toward anything. You're lost. Who do you turn to? Who is your strength? And the destructional behavior is what I I'm, don't want to see happen because a lot of women and men are... Um, or medicating themselves by either drugs, alcohol, sex, or abuse to not only to themselves psychologically, but to others, and not realizing where that behavior stems from. Who do they turn to? Can you go to a church? Are all churches going to be open heart? Do do they even know how to understand how to even pray? Who to speak to? So that's why for the people out there listening, I want to give them some options. Like, yeah, we're going to build, but what can I do for you today? Where can I send you today? Where's the support? You know, uh, there's singles, Single Parents Association. Uh, some of them cost money. There's Single Parents uh, Network. Um, I, I'm, you know, believing there's grandparent network, there's adopted grandparent network, um, because some of these grandparents that are out there can help these single mothers 
know what a mother's role is and help them understand. Because they might not even know how to cook. The only thing they know how to do is probably go to McDonald's or Burger King and it's cheaper. And it's not because they don't want to. It's because they were never given the proper time or, or a place to learn that skill that people think is not a skill, but it is a skill. And how to budget their how to budget your money. You get so much money maybe in food stamps. You get so much money in this. How do you budget that money? They don't give classes like that, I think, at, at the office. How to budget your money, how to buy food of quality and how to help them. So where do they turn to? But we complain about them being a burden on the system. And it's just not women, it's men too. They're doing the same thing. You know, and it's rough. So how do you gear them up and support them so that they have self-confidence to go there? Where are other resources? You know, is your city hall, Is your, what is your community action program group? Is there is, is, is there one countrywide? I don't know. Is there a recreation center? Uh, the Big Big Brothers Big Sister program. There's the mentor program. I mean, there's different things out there, but they might not know them, so I want them to hear it from me. Let me extend my hand and help you because I'm here for you. That's what I'm saying. Did you want to say something, the two of you, that I crushed? I didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. No, you didn't crush on my toes. Um, uh, again, that um, no, I I I feel that I feel that you're right. I, I feel that you're right. Um, and and uh, you know, I guess you could say in, in this particular instance, uh, information is definitely power. And uh, for, um, the more the more I think that if a uh, you know, the more that information is made available to uh, um, young women who are in that situation, or even young men who may be in that mm-hmm. situation, um, the more information they're given, the more you know, the more powerful they're able to become and to act on uh, their child's best interests as well as their own. Okay, that's true. See, and people don't know about there's programs for single parents to go back to college because they're not put in the right place. Now, they're on the Internet, but they don't think to look for grants for that, for being a single parent. They don't think to look for grants or financial assistance to maybe if they don't have a car, uh, that they're going back to school or whatever that is, that they can actually qualify. They don't think to know that there's co-housing uh, with other single mothers or other single fathers that they can go to. There's other resources, you know, like I said. Now, if you're a drug addict, there's some resources for, you know, or that's been my experience. There's some resources that you can get easily. If you're alcoholic, you can get some resources. If you have some mental issues, I found out you can get some resources. Um, but there's all resources, so you know, let's try to help everybody, just not the ones with issues, but let's see what we can do. Because we've got grandparents that are actually 
have to actually go out and take mortgage on their homes because they are um, taking care of their grandchildren. How do we help them? How do we do that? You know, what do we do? What do we say to them? You know? That's that's where I'm at. So we're coming up with solutions because we're building the structure, building the structure outside the norm and giving them the support outside the norm. You know, what about gay parents? How many people support that? You know, where can they go to? Because there's not always an LGB community everywhere you go, believe it or not. And if you're a single parent, they don't believe that you should be having children. So that's more support that they need. And sometimes they, these are their own children that the government wants to take away. They're, they're fighting the fight. Don't get me wrong. But let's support. Let's love. Let's share. Let's cherish. Let's, let's do what we can. Because I'm still looking for organizations to help people. And like I said, if you need help and you're listening on the radio or Skype and somebody just played this and they just happened to hear, um, it was an accident that they gave you this this uh, information or had you listen to this. And it's no accident that you're listening to this because there's something in it for you. And like I said, I'm reaching my hand out to you. I'm reaching my hand out to you and saying, let me help you. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Did we yeah, hear you? Yeah, oh. No, 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 no. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I thought we lost you for a minute, love bug. <clears throat> I was mid-breath. Mid-breath within mid-breath, actually. But anyway, the breath within breath. Uh-huh. So, do y'all know of any unique situations like that? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. You see it more and more every day. Right. More and more every day. And that's why. But, you know that we, you you were right though. I mean, it's all about the proper support. And if we don't have the proper support, we don't have the proper support group. How can we truly accomplish anything when it comes to children? Thank you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I I, I want to get rid of this separatist attitude and get with united attitude. There is there is no separation. No, it's only perceived. <laughs> right. So I I, I want to release erase. Erase that illusion, because it's nothing but an illusion. It's not reality. It does no, not it's exist. Not. <laughs> All right. Oh boy, I'm hot. Yeah, you're on fire, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, I've been on fire for some some time. I've been on fire since I got on here, but I'm getting hotter and hotter. So, Ooh. All right. So I guess I'm doing my thing, doing my job, doing what I'm supposed to do, and hitting all the right notes, as they say. So I'm, I'm walking within, 
Like I said, I'm letting my inner goddess loose. She's on fire. (laughs) 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 The inner mother goddess was always there, and she always had no problem asserting herself. But the inner goddess was like, woo! Can you feel me? Can you feel me? Can you feel me? That's like, wow. But it's awesome. It's a beautiful thing. I well, this am, is beautiful. It's like, whoa, okay. This is beautiful. Let's see. I had, I had a couple hours of sleep. I had like maybe four hours of sleep. I think I did pretty good. I did pretty good. And got up, bounced back, had beautiful conversations. Kind of missed kind of people that I wanted to see, but it's all good. Um, but this is the energy that I like, that I'm, I'm functional. This is, I like this. this works for me. So, so yeah, I'm on a on a thing. On a thing, thing. Feeling good. Okay. Listening to music. Yeah, actually, uh. And I hear it all in the background. Yeah, I know. My, I'm putting on with my brother-in-law to hear this song, man. The song is actually really awesome. Song, uh, okay. Psalm 121, that song in, in, in Hebrew. It's awesome. I, I, I agree, but it's, it's coming in the background of the... Yeah, I was just getting it going. I'm outside now. I'm good. Cooley, Cooley. Coolio. They ain't say cool, you know, I know what you mean, Jelly Bean. That's, I like that. That's, my, that's so much me. You know why that's so much me? Because I like Jelly Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you. If you could be any jelly bean in the world, what jelly bean would you be? Jealousy? Jelly bean? No, we don't do jealousy here. Wrong yeah, you show. know, the, the candy, <laughs> the jelly bean candy. Jelly bean. She, yeah. She's asking, she's asking you what color and flavor would you be? Oh, I'd be cinnamon, 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 cinnamon. I've always loved cinnamon my entire life. It likes the spice of life. That's one of the expensive spices back in the day cinnamon was from India when it came to the New World. It was one of the top-notch spices that you had to get if you're rich. Cinnamon. You know what I mean? So it's but let me give you some health tips about that cinnamon. It's good. They actually put it in some lip gloss. It makes your lips go plump, plump, plump. It give you the you know instead of giving you the donkey booty, it give you the donkey lips or whatever it is, the plump lips. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, pardon me for just one moment. I'll be right back. Okay, I I said that I learned something new from you um, every time I talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I need my lips to be plumper, but, you know, it's good to know. I'm just going to mute them a little bit. 
Um, well, plump lips and cinnamon oil does good, but it's also good for your insulin level. If you have diabetes, you recommend that you do a little cinnamon oil or cinnamon, you know, in your food. And it's really good, but it also helps your breath. It, you know, just does a lot. And it also shows mother's love, uh, you know, when you have that cinnamon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what uh, jelly bean would you be? Uh, I was also, uh, I was always sort of partial to the red jelly bean. The red one or the green. And what flavor was that? I don't know. Uh, I guess it was sort of a cherry, a cherry flavor. Okay, so you would be a cherry flavor or green. I don't know what green was, child. Because I like, you know what? I love the gourmet jelly bellies. You know what? I just might order me some. Forgive me, hot fruitus. I might have to come out with my own. I just gotta have me some jelly bellies. Kidding. Kidding. But I do love it. I love buttered popcorn. That is my favorite, 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 favorite jelly bean. Because everybody likes to eat hot buttered popcorn. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? You know? Oh, wow. Wow. It's like pretty cool, man. Just really loves to. So, um. Okay. Interesting. All right, team. So, we know. We we got him. I just, I, know him. I muted him for a minute. We had a guest come in. We had a guest come out. We had a guest come in. We had a guest come out. They were like, oh. They don't know what they're listening to, especially, like I said, we're talking about supporting of the mother and the roles and the strength and how do we give them strength. You know, how do you strengthen a mother that comes in downtrodden and down and out? And, you know, she she's like, she needs a break. She might be near nervous breakdown, you know. What do you do for, you know, something like that, you know? Where, you know, what do you do? That's always been my thing. What do you well, me personally... I listen to some music, turn it up nice and loud, and dance and boogie my butt away. That's what I would do. But I don't. I shouldn't say boogie my butt. You know what I mean? Yes, I know what you mean. I don't want to lose my back. I'm telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all. I'm just you know, certain aspects they tell you when you you're black. Let me tell you. They say you're supposed to have a but don't. And and one of and that just didn't happen in my case. I didn't have a kadunk kadunk. I must have been standing in the wrong line. I stood in the other line a little bit too long and forgot. Ooh, went to sleep and just got a sprinkle of it. You know, that's what they did. Just like, just give her a little bit. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all good. You know. Some of us get more than that, and then I didn't stand in a line for height either. I just said, oh, they're taking too long. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
my impatience got the better of me. (laughs) They said they made me. They definitely broke the mold. They broke the mold in this here old body. No, you know what? Let me take that back. I don't feel old, but my my age might be old. I don't feel old. That's saying something. I can... Was good, so you know what I mean. So, so what can we do about helping you know these individuals? Because we can tell them to go to like some people say, you know, tell them go to a soup kitchen. Really? Do you know what a soup kitchen gives? Would that really help them? They might fill up their tummy, but would that really take them until the next day? Or that hour, or that two or three hours, and they wake up in the morning, they're hungry. So then what they do? What is their assistance? Because mm-hmm. for my, for my, their assistant is not being enough to help them spread and make the means of eating. Because if they pay their rent and pay their utilities, there's hardly anything left. Or they're eating ramen noodles. And hot dogs, a lot of processed food because that's all they can afford. They make it, you know, inexpensive them. So, again, I would say let's get together and start a fresh food produce co-op for the mothers. Let's start an organic food co-op for single mothers and not single mothers, but single parents in general and grandparents raising their children for being... I take my say kudos to them for taking their hats off and being parents again, grandparents. I say kudos to them. And you need the most support because you probably forgot, you know, some things that they did back when your child was a child is different. So how do we support them? And there's some crude doctors out there that just don't have understanding of what they should be doing. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just want to know, you know, what can we do? You know, you can send love. Love is a wonderful thing. Love is seriously a wonderful thing. Yeah, um, I think that uh, I think that uh, that I I do like the idea of the food co-op, and and I think that uh, once you get uh, what I consider like the, the the first chakra taken care of, uh, then it is. Uh, it's easier to deal with the rest, Um, whether or not it is uh, through finding uh, grants or scholarships uh, that would uh, allow allow, um, a single parent to go back to school in order to get um, uh, to get more uh, training that would allow them to make money in this this age of in this age of information. Mm-hmm. Um, I one of the one of the things that I myself um, have been rolling around in my mind is is um, um, you know going the scholarship route in terms of uh, helping people. To become um, educated, uh, there there are a lot of monies out there, but unfortunately, when you go to 
you go to the the schools, they really they they seem to have very limited resources, and so a person is having to actually go out and go to the libraries in order to get books in order to find those things. Um, it's not um, it's not something that I think that is easy easily navigated on the on the internet either because a lot of those those sites are paid and they're looking to get money in order to give you the give you the information. Um, so I, I'm thinking once I successfully do it for myself, um, learning how to build up funds. Um, through scholarships in order to help a person, a single person, uh, go back to school or get some type of vocational vocational training that would allow them the, the flexibility to, to uh, um, I guess you could say, um, provide a better, a better uh, uh, lifestyle of living for, for their family. All right. Oh, I totally, 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 totally agree. I thank you, love, because I know it's hard out there. And the mean, the streets are out there of understanding, and some of us are good at navigating the streets, and some of us are not so swift at navigating the streets. Um, so for those sisters and brothers out there, you know, and the grandparents, because grandparents, you know, that you still can go back to school. They have some scholarships and grants for them for 55 and older to go back to school and learn. Because these, these parents, grandparents that are raising these children have to actually raise these kids on their Social Security checks. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Let's get together. Like, if you know, you know, someone, be the, be the, be the leader, because that's what this is about. Be a leader and take it and get together. And if you know single mothers, get together and build a co-op. Find out scholarship. You can actually have that in an apartment um, thing. Where if you're in an apartment complex, talk to your apartment complex, and they might be able, willing to help you. And sometimes they will even give you space that you can hold these meetings. And you can do this for free. And they will even promote it because it helps them. And they might have some resources that you didn't know that maybe be connected to uh, the LIHEAP program, which is low income for utilities, um, for, for gas and electric. You meet a certain income, you know, for, to take care of your gas. They might, like I said, know the CAP or the utility or the county assistance office where it might help you pay, you know, rental assistance or a mortgage assistance because there's all different programs out there and you want this explained. They also can tell you about free paralegal program. These are these are just resources out there that can help you. I know there in Phoenix, Arizona, there's the there's the woman's resource system out there that will be able to help you um, get you know, some resources to help you. Um, you know, do 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 some babysitting. You know, there's different things that you can do, pull your resources together. Uh, they have free daycare center uh, certificate where you can actually go to class and learn to run a daycare, and the state will pay you to actually do this. So these are things that you can do um, if you, you just search it out. Talk to 
uh, caseworker, social worker. I don't know what they have at the DS office, but I'm, I'm assuming you have to have somebody that's got to help you, uh, a, a client, agent, or somebody that can get you these resources. And just say, you know, I need some help. Um, see what they offer. Because besides the food stamp program, besides the WIC program, WIC program is a program for uh, girls that are pregnant and have children. Well, I shouldn't say girls, but young uh, people that are, whatever, people that are pregnant, women that are pregnant and have children. And men, you can actually apply for the WIC program if you have a young baby or more. I bet y'all didn't know that. Grandparents, you too. You need formula. Sometimes these grandparents are taking these children home three and four days old. That's what I mean. And fathers, you can do it. If you are supporting your children, I say, power to you, my brother. I'm here. If you, you know, I'm taking, I'm saying kudos to you. Because that takes a lot of moxie to do what you're doing. And women, it takes a lot of moxie for you just to be a mom. Don't don't say I'm not putting you down, but there are a lot of men stepping up to the plate and saying, you know what, I don't want my kid to go in the system. I'm going to be there for my child. Even if I have to learn to crisscross braid hair and do this, and if I have to take another job, I'm going to be there for my child because I want to be a different role model, and I want to show my child. So I take my hats off to you. And for those absentee daddies out there, all I can say is that's your baby and they love you and they're going to love you no matter what. So I don't know what the circumstances. All I can say is get beyond the mama, lover. Mama, this is me speaking to you. Mama to mama, get over yourself. It's not going to, it might not be glory. But if y'all can come to a clean communication and realize and put those babies first, it'll be a beautiful thing. Now, I'm not saying that if he's a deadbeat, not paying child support, not supporting you, and not, and I'm not talking about these people that are shifting over. I'm talking about someone that really um, out there doing his thing and trying the best he can because I've known some fathers that have taken three or four jobs, but they can't spend child time with their children because of that. And they're so busy paying child support. Now, that's a rarity. But it, it's out there, women. There are men of gold out there. Don't don't get it all wrong. And then there's women of gold out there, too, that would love to embrace you and your child into their heart and their home. Or y'all put a home together. So you be strength for each other, whether you're separated or not. That doesn't stop you from being a mother. It doesn't stop you from being a father. You're still there. You give birth. And there's a way that you can come together. Now, if you can't and circumstances be what it is, sometimes mothers, sometimes father got to walk away from that other parent and try to do some managing co-parenting together. And you might want to take some classes on co-parenting together so that y'all come together so it's not ugly for the children. That's just my advice for strengthening it. And I know I've been talking for a while. Jeremiah, love you back. Yes, ma'am. I am back. Do you want to put some input? A harmonious relationship between, you know, mom and dad in the home is definitely 
absolutely one that needs to thrive on harmony. And harmony is only going to be produced through a healthy relationship, clear communication, effective understanding, you know what I mean? Uh, compassion, mercy, you know, the, the forgiveness to allow another person to make a mistake because they're not perfect. You know, it's, it's attention to these types of things that will allow home life to improve for anyone on this planet. And I really feel that uh, with a with a little better focus on teaching the, the proper things that, you know, these children can grow into themselves and, and become even more beautiful than they already are. Um, you know, moms, dads, you know, we go through a lot. You know, some, some, some people don't have the children in their lives. Some people do. Uh, some people that don't have them should be in their lives. Mm-hmm. And the people that are in their lives really aren't doing a good job of being in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so you never know the situation that, that people right. are dealing with. You know, you never know what kind of pressure they're under. You know, there's a lot of things that don't create harmony, you know, that we're forced to do every day that they don't provide what we need to to, to be who we truly are. So when it comes to being mom, being dad, like I said, and just patience, it's going to take patience and, and understanding and, and really getting to know getting to know yourself and who you are and being able to respect that place in another person as well, you know, at least as best as you can. I mean, you can't ask for no more than what somebody could put out their best, you know. But with, with, with better support, we can be better. And whenever we choose to be better, I feel we'll actually be making great strides and lengths and, and progress as a people, you know what I mean? Sounds good to me. You, my love? Um, I, 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 was, I, I, I feel pretty much the same way. Um, I, I, I know that for myself, uh, that, that, that's a continuing, um, a continuing theme, which, you know, uh, creating, creating communication between uh, me and the the, uh, the father of my my children, um, and and I will admit that uh, there there are times when it can be it can be uh, challenging. Um, um but I, I you know, generally before I even decide to approach him, I, I do it in uh, a prayerful state. Um but and uh, and that is really my recommendation for anybody who who does find that they have a challenging relationship with the person and uh, the other people who are involved in their their children's lives because it, it it's very easy to fall into the old patterns of uh, bickering and and getting loud with one another. Um, but if a person makes a conscious decision, that uh, makes a conscious decision and goes in with uh, a clear purpose uh, about what it is that they're expecting from um, from the exchange that they're they're going to have. Um, that they will find that communication, uh, because of the person's intention, your intention going into it, uh, will will wind up uh, winning out in the situation 
all working to the working to uh, your best advantage. Sounds good. I like that. That 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 resonates with me. Mhm. See, and let me tell you, sometimes if you're I, a vegetable, I got a question. I got a question. If you're a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? <laughs> Uncooked. <laughs> Uncooked. I'd be a cucumber. <laughs> so it is. That's what I would be. You want to know? I'm letting you know what I would be. I would be a a uh, a cucumber. Or I, I could be a zucchini too, you know. I like them too. So, what vegetable would you be? Tomato. Okay, Arlene. Uh, I'm spinach. Oh, I have to stay away from you. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from you. No. So you can't be my friend. Can't play with me. <laughs> Kitty. Kitty. Ah, tomato, that's pretty cool. I like that has lysopane in it and it helps your body. Lysopene, not lysopane. Lysopene. It helps your body and it actually gives it uh when it's cooked, it's even much more better for your body than the tomato is. So, uh it's pretty good. See yeah, now if you're talking about a what kind of sauce I would be? I would be marinara, of course. You know, I love marinara. You gotta have a little garlic. You gotta have a little basil. You gotta have a little mama and mozzarella. Everything goes good with mozzarella. Buffalo mozzarella is the best. <laughs> what about a soup? A soup. Minestrone. Minestrone. Really? good. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I can. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Bunch of red shrimp curry with the bamboo shoots in the shrimp. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 just straight up Louisiana seafood gumbo. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! (laughs) And use and use uh, it's 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 a loaf of bread. You put you put the bread. It's got a hole in it. You put the cup in it. You pour it in the bread and you eat it out of the bread. Oh my gosh! It's just right. Just right. <laughs> are you are you talking about a bread bowl? Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. And what about okay. you? Uh, myself, I'm broccoli and cheddar. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> we can do that with a bread bowl too. That yeah. you know, I've I've had that experience. You know, you got me over here thinking of a Panera bread. You know, missing, missing back, you know, missing back east there. Yeah, they got a, they got, well, there's a Wisconsin cheese soup. And some people put a little broccoli in it. Wisconsin cheese soup. You ever have it? No, I haven't. No, 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 no. It's good? No, I had the pleasure. I'm telling you, man, when we get, get this, when this show, I haven't thought of a name yet, but... When this show does its pilot, that 
what you're going to see. All the stuff that we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to not only get to experience and hear about it, but you're going to see it fixed before your very eyes. And if you're lucky to be part of the audience, you'll get to actually taste it. And for what I understand, I'm a good cook. <laughs> from what that, I understand, that's I... so true, and I'm never <laughs> going to cook for you. <laughs> it's all good. See that? They, they say, now, I'm going to tell as a man, the way to a person's heart is through their stomach. Do you know why? It's in the root chakra, baby. It's in the root chakra, all in the chakra. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that that's what it's like for me. Uh, there are some things I excel out and then some things, you know, I'm not so good at. The I'm going to be honest, I'm good at being creative, I'm good at being out there, I'm good at helping people, but um, where I lack is that I'm, I help too many people and stretch myself too thin that I suffer in my pocket. So that's a weakness of mine that will be fixed and has been a role. That was a weakness of yours. Was operative work. Yes, was a weakness of mine, but it is no more. No more, no more, no more. So I'm working on a strong and working, walking and working and a strong strategy of getting the goal I want and reaching out and being, being the person that I am. So I don't want to stifle myself. That's why people are like, well, you need to own a restaurant. You know why I would not want to own a restaurant? Because as a restaurant owner, you don't get to be in the kitchen. You're so busy running a business. But then again, if you get somebody running a business, you got to be able to have really good trust and boundaries. And good boundaries. So um, that's why I would not want to run a restaurant. Um, would I mind cooking for people? Sure. I love that. I get a joy and a buzz out of taking people into my world. It's just nothing like getting in front of a stove and chopping the herbs and feeling the energy of the food that I am intermingling with. So what I'm putting out, I'm just not cooking for you. I am sharing my love for my heart, and I'm giving it to you on a plate because that's how I cook. And that's how I always want to cook. I don't want to cook from it's a numbers game. It's a, it's not love. I love love, harmony, peace, and just like right now I'm like serene, serene, serene. And just surrendering into my craft and love of craft. Does anything make you guys feel like that? Ladies first. <laughs> I'm trying to get that song. Ladies first. Ladies first. <clears throat> Look for that song. Gone. That when I am doing writing purely creatively, um, it, when I say creatively, I mean creating a fictional story. Uh, 
there, you know, when my my energy is there and the the joy of, of writing from that particular place uh, gives me that type of feeling. Also, um, when I am um, I'm doing energy healing on a client, um, I I am in that in that space, um, and I would say that those are the two main places where I get that feeling from. But I, I will say that for the moment, so, yeah, moment, it's more the healing aspect. Uh, my my writing skills have been honed um, specifically to do professional things, which is fine. But it there is a different type of energy when I write from the creative space as opposed to writing professionally. Okay. Gentlemen's next. <laughs> I know I enjoy a good a good meal, good company, you know, festive spirit, you know, family, friends, loved ones. You know, traditional but not traditional, just collective and communal, you know? Just harmonic. Very, very, very you know, harmonically balanced things in proper order, everything in their place. Good food, man. Good times. That's just how I feel right now about everything. Let's you know surrender to what brings that about. The only issue is just the the art of surrender, and so many people don't know how to let go and just be and just allow. You know, and through acceptance, we can we can learn to be one. Like truly, that's the path. There's a tree. You know, it's a garden. It's time for that which is true to be and that which is untrue to not be anymore. So it's going to be cool. fun. It should be very much so, and it will be. That's just my feeling, you know. So, all right. So you surrender to it all. Surrender to my highest good and my purpose, and that's to be nothing. That's to be all things, to return back to the source in which I came. The only trail, the only the only remnants of my being here when I go home will be the effects of me being here. But no trace, no connection, no inside of it all. You know, I'm going home. I'm going in. I've been telling that to people for so long. It's time for me to go in. Okay, I gotta I gotta stop. You know, I'll talk to you in a little while. Um, I need to go in for a while. I need to go in. I need to go in. More people are gonna start doing this. These children are gonna start bringing out parts of people's hearts. I know uh, 13 years ago when my first son was born, it changed my life. The very minute I looked into his eyes, I felt a change in my heart, and I've never been the same. And now here I am thinking and, and, and concerning myself with, you know, homeless children, not only in America, but, you know, over the whole planet. There's more homeless children that have nobody than anybody else on the planet. Everybody else is kind of in limbo, and some people are doing really, really, really good in certain ways, and they're not 
They're not, they're not, it's not no good. It's not a good order. It's not a good system. Our I got governing, you. you know, the governing body wasn't, wasn't the most enlightened. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. And we feel you. So, okay, that's cool. Now that we know that, we got it all. See, I was looking for my song, Ladies First, and I found it. That's by Queen Queen Latifah and uh, what did they say her name was? That child's name, uh, Moni Love. So. I'm going to play that for a minute Let's see how long it is It's about 3 minutes and 55 seconds Y'all want to hear it? Y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready Okay, I gotta Gotta put her on Come on You gotta play Let's see So let me know if y'all hear a background. Got to warm up for a minute, I guess. Can y'all hear anything? No, I can't. Okay.
my mind expands throughout the universe. A female rapper with the message sends a queen like but is a perfect specimen. Can I get some? Sure, Moni Love, grab the mic and get dumb. Yo, praise me not for being simply what I am. Born in L.O. and down American. You think exactly where I'm coming from. You want righteous rhyme and I'ma give you some. To enable you to age yourself and get paid. And the material that has no meaning, I wish to play. Pay me every bit of your attention. Like mother, like daughter, I would also like to mention. I wish for you to bring me to the, bring me to the rhythm. Of which is now, systematically given. Just, just reflecting. 
I said, sometimes I said it, sometimes, you know, it's a biggie, like, you know, but sometimes, sometimes you gotta, you gotta hold on, never mind, y'all know it, y'all get the picture, y'all get the picture, I don't need to be painting anything for you, you got a mind, and I know when I talk, the way that I talk, I'm very descriptive in what I say and how I put it out there to you. Because that's how I transmit. Like, I want, like, I'm actually on television. Even though you don't see me, you will get to see me. Because, like I said, I'm an open book. And there's nothing like a beautiful open book to discover. You know? So, you know, snapshots are good, too, though. Snapshots, okay, I'll depend. Let's not go there. <laughs> then again, I don't know. What kind of snapshot? Depends on you know, it depends on the situation, but you know, a fleeting moment in time is is a beautiful thing to have awareness to. So, you know, whenever whenever something magnificent, you know, inspires you, it's nice to take a picture of it. Mm, you know, just that- a snapshot. You know, inspiration is is a wonderful thing. This is true. True, 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 true. And what could it be? You know, what, what what motivates you to to be better? What motivates you to be more loving? What motivates you to be more pure? Because your your love is going to be determined by how pure you are. And we, you know, every creation begins at the level of thought. So what we think we are, what we speak, we become. Hmm. True again. True, 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 true. True, true, true. Uh, ooh. what's that here? I oh, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you. Uh, tomorrow Thursday, and we are going to talk about running from our feminine side. So this doesn't just mean all the ladies out there. These mean the men in you. And then next. Thursday, we're going to talk about how to embrace your masculine side as well. So that that's going to be a series. First series is going to be on Kathy's Distant Echoes. So if you come here um, by any chance, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call from here and go over there to uh, Blog Talk. And try to, you know, get in But if not, anybody You can actually go and click on the link And um, Go to Kathy Distant Echoes And you will have fun, trust me It's going to be phenomenal We're going to have someone to counterbalance this energy We're going to have a feminine That's me The goddess that I am and we're going to have a masculine, and he's going to be the guy that he is. That's Jeremy. Jeremiah. Hello. <laughs> Whoa. At <laughs> first he wasn't there, and then it's like, woo, okay. Can you feel me now? Yes, I can feel you now. I feel you. So, so that's what on the agenda 
So I'm, I want to know, what did you guys think? Do you think this show was really effective and helpful for anybody? Do you think we could give out more information that they're looking for that I'm not putting out? Have I covered? Have I missed something? <laughs> I'm talking about the roles as a mother and a father. Love bugs. Hmm. Hmm. Deep thoughts. As I understand it, as I understand it, I've always understood as be fruitful and multiply. You are a tree, but you must be still and know that you are God so that you can multiply and be fruitful positively and enhance people's lives and bring joy to their lives. And allow others the space around you to be themselves and to move and shift in their own timing. You know, that's that's the thing about parenting that I've really learned is being able to allow that child to, to move in the direction that they need to while working and allowing, you know, and, and, and getting the child to understand to move in the direction with you as well in return so that it can be a, a much more symbiotic because when that umbilical cord's cut, you know there's a there's a there's a definite sense of separation that can be you know can 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 be imagined if if the space isn't allowed properly. Okay, I get you. And you, my love bug, what do you have to say for all the people out there? And the food alchemy world or the food alchemy universe. <laughs> um, uh, I wish them joy, peace, and uh, multiple blessings. And uh, I think that um, that yes, you. I think that your goal was reached um, with this uh, with this show uh, in terms of uh, the roles of uh, what fathers and mothers. Uh, or men and women play in the roles of children. I like that. Okay. So I am going to show, I am going to get to the show that I'm working up to, that I'm going to have a guest to show us how to embrace our feminine Venus goddess. If you don't know, you better ask somebody who she was and what she does. Because not only... Is she a goddess, but she's a planet. I mean, come on. Woo! Sometimes I wonder if I come from the planet Venus. I wonder. Just something about that energy. It's like, woo, 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 woo. (laughs) Oh! Yeah, I just don't know. I'm just feeling kind of giddy right now. I'm feeling really giddy right now. Like I, I just thought about the the goddess herself and then the planet. It was like you know, like like if y'all heard the sound, like woo woo woo, and that's like a V. Woo woo woo. I'm feeling giddy. You gotta excuse me. I'm feeling joy in the neighborhood of food alchemy because we're touching all kinds of souls. So. We here. We just, I'm, I love having fun. You know what I mean. Um, I don't know what to do. 
So did y'all like the avatar when they say she's crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist that. I was like, I gotta put that on my show. I gotta have it. She gotta be there. And it was like, you know what? And she will. And she will be. And she is. But, you know what? I want y'all to tell me what y'all think of this. Yes, you know, just sit back and just chill. See what you say. yet. We got a prelude to that one. Come on. Where did you go? Don't hide from me. I've just seen it. Okay. Oh, there she goes. That's the same one. Then download right. She didn't download right, but that's okay. How did that make you feel? Relaxing. Deeply relaxing. Mm. Love the piano. You, my friend? Yeah, I think it's very beautiful. I really did enjoy it. Yes, it is. Well, we're going to be doing, like I said, it's going to be all kinds of things happening. So tomorrow... Because it's it's Thursday, 
It's Thursday. Don't know what it means, but it's Thursday. It's just, it's a beautiful day. Not the day I was born on. Sunday. Woo. That's my day. <laughs> Got something to do, you know. Feel a little orange. Little orange coming in the air. That's that's my day. Sunday. And that's why I think I I can get down in the solar plex area. It's awesome. It's orange too. Okay. Do you know what day you were born on, both of you? Do I? Like the actual yeah. day? The actual hmm. day. Uh, I'm sure I do. Just have to recall it. Okay. Um, I believe I would have to double check, but I believe that I was either born on a Wednesday or a Thursday. I just don't recall. You said I know a, Wednesday? I a Wednesday or Thursday. Wednesday. Let's see. Wednesday. Wednesday is the color of yellow. And that would be, okay, with chakra. Come on. What's the, what's the color, yellow chakra? The, the yellow one is the solar plexus. I thought orange was the solar plexus, too. Well, that's yellow, orange. Okay. okay. I got to look up. I am forgetting my color. Okay, Thursday is purple. That's the day another significant person in my life was born. And she just loves that color. She said, that means I'm royalty. (laughs) (laughs) I said, no, honey, that means your favorite child. (laughs) But you are royalty. I ain't going to bust a bubble like that. I wouldn't do that to my baby. I wouldn't do that, but that's her favorite color. That's a girly girl color. So, have you have you figured it out, me love, today? So I can give you the color. Saturday. Oh, that's indigo color. Communication. Huh? What was Communication. that? I didn't catch that. Communication? Communication. Communication in the house. That's the color of indigo. Yep. Indigo, indigo, indigo. Or sometimes they say the color of red and black. But when you put red and black together, guess what color it makes? Black. black. Indigo. Ah. You got to remember the red and the black. Indigo. I was like, ah, I'm messing around one day. See, I mean, you never know what you, like I said, you never know what you might get when you come on my show. (laughs) 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 Like, dang, where'd she come from? Oh, she flipped the mat to that. Ooh, sorry. No, I'm not sorry. There's nothing sorry about me. I I take that back. Uh, It's just a misunderstanding. But it's all good. So... Okay, so how do you feel about that, your communication? And, like, we have a thing. You can always check. Let's see, put it in that thing, the day that you were born in your computer. 
think communication uh, is a great thing when it's clear, concise, and effective. It can be. It can be a beautiful, amazing, terrific thing. If you get what I mean. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We must say goodbye to our audience. Good night, sweetheart. It's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm just like, really, I don't know what I'm going to do after I get off this radio. I think I'll probably take another bath. (laughs) Me and water just love each other. (laughs) We really do. I'm having a time of my life in my water. And I, and that's that's mine. I like that. So, I again, I want to thank Healing Paradigm for being on my show with me, and saying thank you, Jeremiah, for co-hosting. And we shall see you tomorrow, same time, same bat station. Have a good time tonight. <laughs> You're surrounded by two lovely women. How could you not? Come on. We all Venuses. We all got us. So how could you not have a lovely time, love? There's there's no possible way. (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Yes, good answer. (laughs) (laughs) So... I am going to pay my promo service, and then we're going to dash out of here. And if anybody likes my services or you like what you hear, you always can click and follow, and you never know. But like I said, this is an interactive show. If you just want a boring show, this is not the show for you. But if you want a lively show, you want something to encourage you, inspire you, uplift you, take you on another level, then you want to listen to Food Alchemy at its greatest with Chef Steffi, the food alchemist, the author of It's Vegan and It Tastes Good. So, run out to the store today and pick it up. You'll never know. It's full of surprises. It might fight back. (laughs) 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 All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. (laughs) 